Tansy, Anine, and welcome to the Toronto and York Region Métis Council's first episode of TYRMC Community Calendar COVID Edition. I'm your host, Robin Grant Moran. Now this week is going to be a little different from the upcoming episodes. Today, it's just me, my microphone, and some questions asked by members of Council. Fear not, though. Every episode after this will feature conversation with community members who make our programming possible. Before we get into the questions, I'll give you a little bit of background about me. My dad is Métis, and he grew up in Manitoba. He moved to Nova Scotia about a million years ago, and that was where he met my mom, and they had me. I moved to Toronto in 1999, and I didn't know how to get involved with community. I finally found the TYRMC about six years ago, and I tried to get involved, but I had gone back to university and I couldn't make the time commitment. So after graduating, I made the plunge, and I have been the interim women's representative since 2019. So I think that pretty much gets us up to speed. President Shirley Dubosky asked how I ended up as the women's representative. So back in 2019, there was a retreat for the women's reps, and each rep could bring a guest who might be interested in knowing more about our local volunteer councils. At that time, Shirley was the women's rep, and thankfully, she thought to invite me. So I went. And it was a great time. I met lots of women's reps from all over Ontario, and a whole bunch of other women who were council curious like myself. So a few months later, when there was a cabinet shuffle, as it were, Council needed a new women's rep because Shirley became president, so I threw my hat in the ring, and here we are. Our youth rep, Marissa Magnuson, asks how I got into podcasting. So that's a really good question, and it's a bit of a complex answer, but I'll keep it as short and simple as possible. Like I'd said, I'd gone back to university a couple of years ago, and When I did that, I felt very isolated and alienated from my friends because I had been able to spend lots of time with them, and suddenly I couldn't. And when you go back to university, you become completely immersed in this world, so even when you do have time to see your friends, you're thinking about your assignments and what's coming up, and I was studying music, so it was very performance-focused as well. So I wasn't really the best or most available friend. And one day my friend, one of my one of my dearest friends who I was really missing, said she was really into this podcast called Unorthodox, which is a Jewish cultural affairs podcast. And I had been looking for something to distract me from the horrible bus portion of my commute from downtown to York University. So I thought I'd give it a try. And I found that in doing so, it was a way I could feel connected to my friend, knowing that we were both listening to the same thing. And when I felt like I was being a crappy friend because I was completely checked out emotionally and intellectually and felt guilty about that, I knew that I could ask her what she thought about the podcast. We had this thing in common that we could speak about that sort of cut through all of all of the isolating garbage that I was feeling. So anyway, 
that got me really into podcasting because I had developed this emotional connection. And the more I listened to Unorthodox and spoke with my friend about it, the more I was curious about other podcasts. And anybody who knows me knows I'm pretty nosy. And I suppose a more politic way to say that is that I'm curious. I'm deeply curious. But really, I just like knowing what's going on, and I like knowing what makes t- people tick and why things are the way they are. And podcasting is sort of like eavesdropping on people all over the world. And because it's got a very low entry-level requirement, you anybody with a smartphone or a computer with a microphone and an internet connection can create a podcast, there's so many different types of people talking about their lives and their experiences and sharing their stories or talking about the research that they're doing or the weird niche thing that they're really into. So it was great. I, it, it scratched all of my itches. And so once I finished university and I had gotten more into writing, podcasting was a natural extension of that um and I had like I said I had been studying music and I do enjoy performing so this is a performative outlet and I think that's really great too so all of those things are what brought me here Last but not least, our Senator Suzanne Brunel asks if the pandemic has impacted my life's journey positively or negatively. And the answer is yes, it has impacted me in very positive ways and some not so positive ways. However, I do think me being the sort of person I am and the disposition I have, it's a overall been a net positive in spite of losing loved ones and friends and community members and dealing with that heartbreak. Um, I think overall it has impacted me positively. I had to completely change my life in a very short amount of time. I went from being steadily employed doing the same job. I was a massage therapist and that was my main source of income for almost two decades. And then one day I went to work, I went home and I learned via a tweet shortly after I got home that my job had evaporated. So I had to reconfigure my life entirely. And as you know, I had taken a big risk and I had gone back to university so I was shifting but it was like a five to eight year exit strategy not an immediate overnight you know let's pull the emergency switch and build Robin a new career um but thankfully with community support with CERB with um with mno support i i was able to do that and i'm fortunate i i recognize how incredibly fortunate i am to be able to do that not everybody is so lucky and it is just luck um 
you know, we're all good at different things and we're all interested in different things. And it just so happened that everything aligned to allow me to switch in this nightmare. <laughs> I know not everybody when they, the people who have had to do this have not all been able to do that. And, um, yeah, that, that changed my life entirely. Um, you know, I got a podcast with the Canadian Opera Company. I've been writing for the Toronto Star more regularly. I started writing for Dance Current more regularly. I'm doing this podcast. It's It's been a lot of arts work. And that's a big change. I didn't expect to be here right now. I expected to be here maybe five years from now. So, yeah. It, it changed my life's journey and, and it just reminded me that, you know, life is, life is precious and it is precarious and we like to think we have so much control, but we don't, you know, stuff like this happens. And if I didn't go back to school, I don't know what I would have done. Or if my interest were something else entirely, I might not have been able to make the switch that I made. And you know, so it really, a lot of stuff is just the luck of the draw. So you got to live it. You got to have fun, stay on a good path and just try to be the best you or me in this case that I can be for community, for my friends, for my, all my loved ones. Um, yeah, that, that's the big change. So let's talk book club. That is what I will be facilitating, a women's and 2S book club in, in August. There is a waiting list, and this is the reason this episode is out late. It was done. I got some disappointing news that I will share with you. And I had, so I had to cut a whole section and re-edit. So here we are. I will be facilitating and the end of August, it looks like it will be one group of people. It was supposed to be two book clubs. Two book clubs will still happen. I am in communication with Chapters and in Indigo. They ran out of books, even though I was assured that wouldn't happen. So I'm just trying to get that sorted. A number have been mailed out. So I believe about 10 of you have already received your books. Um, I think five more will be on their way. Two of you already have the book. So everyone who has their books, things will go ahead in August as planned. For everybody who does has not received the book or is on a waiting list, we will be in communication later in July. But we will work it out and the book club still will take place. It is difficult ordering large quantity of quantities of books. That is the sad reality of things. So anyway, the book that we will be covering is In Search of April Raintree. And it does deal with some very difficult content. So I'm in the process of reading it right now. There is a chapter with some pretty explicit sexual violence. 
as soon as I find it, I will flag it and I will send out an email. And I will send out an email ahead of time anyway, giving everybody the heads up because I don't expect everyone will be listening to this. But be prepared. There is sexual violence. So if you don't want to read that section, again, I will flag it. Don't feel you have to read it. And I'd just like to remind everyone that though I hope to facilitate a brave space and a safe space for participants um, where people are open to speak from their hearts, I'd just like to take this moment to remind everybody that we don't know where our fellow participants are coming from and what their life experiences have been. So to be mindful of that when we speak and the, the violent content will be in no way a central focus of the conversation that I will be hoping to lead. And just as a reminder, yes, I am a therapist, but I am a massage therapist. So I am not trained to deal with issues of violence. Um, I can just do my best and be respectful and try to make everyone feel safe. And that's really what I wanted to say about that. Um, again, for those of you who are waiting, as soon as I know, I will let you know what's up. But there still will be two, two book clubs. It's just we're not certain when the second one will be. Thank you for your patience. Now on to the calendar. Monday, July 12th from 6 until 7 p.m. is the Wellness Summer Sharing Circle with Tara and Riley of Weaving Wellness Center. Tuesday, July 13th from 12 to 1 p.m. is Strong Mobile and Fit Cardio Class with Rollin. From 6 to 8 p.m. is week number two of the Moccasin Making Workshop led by Justine. Thursday, July 15th from 12 to 1 p.m is Strong, Mobile, and Fit, Low Impact Strength with Rachel. From 7 till 9 p.m. is the third Thursday Open Crafting Circle with Marissa. On Tuesday, July 20th, from 12 to 1 p.m., is Strong, Mobile, and Fit Cardio Class with Rollin. And then later that evening, from 6 until 8 p.m., is week number three of Moccasin Making with Justine. Wednesday, July 21st, from 7 to 9 p.m., is our Youth Book Club with Youth Representative Marissa. And this is also a reminder that it, it is the last day to register for your family wellness kits. Thursday, July 22nd, from 12 to 1 p.m., is Strong, Mobile, and Fit, Low Impact Strength with Rachel. Stay tuned for more info on Métis Family Fun Night. Expect sign-up information to come early next week. We'll be hosting TYRMC Métis Youth Bingo and Trivia Night. 
For now, the tentative date is July 28th, with the time being 5.30 to 6 p.m. for youth up to 12 years and 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. for youth 13 to 29. There will also be another youth night in August, so if you miss July, don't worry, you'll have another shot. And if you just love it so much, come on back, we'd love to see you. Now, expect the poster and sign-up information to be mailed for that one shortly. And finally, we're planning our Orange Shirt Day activities and other fall programming, so we'll be sending out emails as we get closer. Keep checking your inboxes. If you're looking for more information about our programming, or if you aren't on our mailing list and want to be, please drop us a line at covid.tyrmc at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Before I say goodbye, I'd like to thank TASC, the Toronto Aboriginal Support Services Council, and the Toronto and York Region Métis Council for making this podcast possible, as well as all of our COVID relief programming. And for this episode, I'd like to thank Alicia and Liam Bloor for providing the music. Finally, thanks to you for listening. Getting through this first episode has been a challenge, to say the least, with last-minute programming changes and my own technical difficulties. But we persevered, and here we are. We got through it. Next episode, thankfully it won't be just me. We'll be hearing from Tara Bolleux and learning more about her and the Weaving Wellness Center. I hope you join us. Bye for now.